Hello and welcome to this episode of the AF Mentors podcast. I hope you're all having fantastic days. Today I'm going to talk about quite a few, or I guess like a pattern I've noticed in coaches who come to me having done other mentorships and to be fair to them, done pretty well from like a financial getting clients perspective. But then inevitably burn out because they want to coach people, not send 50 DMs a day. And they feel quite like icky about their business. Normally they've kind of lost the love for coaching a little bit. And then as a result, their business has suffered and they kind of need to reconnect with why they started doing this in the first place. Now, this is a lot like Jenny who comes to you from the eight pack system or something and she says it did work for me but then I just couldn't keep it up and the point is like right, it, it didn't work because successful dieting and successful business are both about maintaining results you don't have to hate your diet to lose fat and you don't have to hate your marketing to build a successful business and the good news is I can show you how to do both now the reason that these coaches burn out is, oh, and actually three of them almost left coaching because of this. Uh, and one of them had a very prolonged break from coaching, but essentially they ended up with clients that they didn't enjoy working with because they've kind of forced them to sign up. And those clients probably ultimately weren't ready and thus didn't get results or they weren't the right fit for that person. But when you're just trying to get anyone that will sign up, you don't really think about that. And then what happens is your reputation as a coach is impacted and you start questioning whether you are even a good coach because these people aren't getting results, don't want to stay, and you're probably not getting great feedback. And that can really hurt. And there is a big difference between someone who's looking for the perfect time to change and helping them realise that now now is the right time because there's never going to be a perfect time to change unless you start putting your life on hold and nobody wants to do that and then you certainly won't maintain results and then okay actually my point about that what was I trying to make about that oh yeah there's a difference between that and then someone just genuinely not being ready to change and you pushing them into it if someone's not ready to change they won't get results if someone's ready to change but they're like oh I think it might be easier next week when the kids go back to school it's like there's always going to be kids holidays right the same is true for building your business there is never going to be a perfect time the kids will always have holidays and what are you going to wait until they're 18 years old to to finally start your business like you can have both I know there's this saying like you can't have the best of both worlds bullshit you absolutely can I want it that way and I wouldn't have it any other way. Like I will be having both, thank you. I will be having the best of both worlds. That is literally what life is about. You can have a thriving personal life, a thriving family life and a thriving work life, but it won't happen by accident and it will be hard and you will have to be intentional about it. But the point I wanna make here is that you should stop putting building your business on hold because you think there's going to be a better or an easier time. There won't be. One of our coaches who just signed up, actually, she signed up about two weeks, maybe it was like a month 
before she was having surgery for breast cancer. And I quote, because she sent me this yesterday. Um, oh, no, wait, where is that? Okay, I found it. She said, Emma, honestly, I love AFM so much. Best business decision I've made and also up there with one of the best personal decisions too as I'm finally doing all the stuff I said I would do and getting way more organised with my business. And as a result, I'm a happier person and I feel so much more calm when I'm having a day off or evening... Or, 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 sorry, I feel so much more calm when I'm having a day off or an evening off, even though I know I will always have a to-do list. It's not overwhelming anymore and I can actually switch off. Um, since when I'm in work mode now, I'm actually getting stuff done. Yes. She certainly didn't wait till a perfect time to start. Anyway, right, I've totally digressed. What was I? Oh, okay, right. I was talking about how you build your business and how it has to be sustainable if you want to maintain the results. Now, rather than ending up feeling really awkward at weddings, knowing that you've DM'd half the guests to try and sell them coaching, which is another story from someone who did a previous mentorship, the aim is to get messages like we get for commit to six, which is like, have you, you know, opened up signups yet? Um, because I don't want to miss out on the next intake that like, I have two messages like that in my inbox. This is the aim. You want people coming to you or as Dan Priestley puts it, the aim is to be oversubscribed. You need to have a service so good with such a good reputation that people want to come to you. They are literally waiting until you open signups. Now, it does take legwork to get to that point, And I'm not saying that you won't have to do outreach, but it certainly won't feel icky. And our whole approach on AFM is that you know the problem that you solve. You help people solve it. You give as much free information as you can. But, and this is the important line, give as much free information as you can, but don't apply it for people, right? The application is coaching. I think... A lot of the coaches that I work with or like a, a question that I get quite a lot is like, how do I know if I'm giving too much in the DMs? Right. If it's individual, it's too much. If someone's like, oh, what should my calories be? Or this is my complete training split. What should I do? Like, no, 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 no. You, that's coaching. Whereas if they're like, oh, I'm struggling to lose weight as a menopausal woman. Oh, here's a podcast that I did on that. By the way, have you thought about coaching? Then we can apply this to you and your life and how it's going to work for you. Okay, to finish this off, I'm going to answer a question I just got from one of my one-to-ones, which says, hey, Emma, this may be a question for Mastermind, but I wanted to ask if you ever feel lost for motivation or inspiration for posting and for podcasts. How do you have more fun with your content and get back to the state of creativity and ideas when they're just flowing? Um, I feel like I'm a little stuck and the more I try to force things, the less ideas I get. I know it's a phase and it will pass though. Um, oh, and then the other thing is about a recording for our last meeting. <laughs> um, okay, so this is a really good question and you're right, you can't force creativity. What it sounds to me is like you need a couple of days off and genuinely often that's all it takes. But when I say days off, I don't mean like just not replying on social media, like take some actual time off. Sometimes it's not even a day. Sometimes when I feel like this, I just take an afternoon completely off and that's more than enough. And then I come back with loads of ideas. The other thing is I would look at your diary and be like, when do I actually have creative time? Like, am I reading? Am I listening to podcasts? Like, how can I get more ideas? Am I having interesting conversations with people? Where do you expect ideas to come from 
if you're not stimulating your mind and you're not giving it space, right? Think about when you have your best ideas. It's not when you're sat down on your laptop, like it's when you're doing something else. Oh, you have that idea in the shower or you're, I don't know, getting the train to work or something. You've got this idea, like note those down so that when you do have time, you can elaborate on them. But this, like feeling a little bit stuck or writer's block or not having ideas, like it is completely normal. It is completely inevitable. It will come back, but you're right in that you can't force it. And sometimes it really doesn't take that much. It's just a little break, a little time to get some headspace and to think about things in a different way. And remember, creativity kind of comes on the edge of what you do. So I normally get my best ideas not listening to diet, exercise, fitness type stuff. It's listening to other things and then applying them into the world that I know of diet, exercise, fitness type stuff. The other thing I will do is when I am stuck for ideas, I will just repost old content. Right. And I know this person has been posting content for years. Go back and look at your old content. Some of it will be exceptionally good. Look at what you did well, like what did well and repost it. Or look at your old content and be like, oh, what would I change about that now? Or how would I reword that? Or how would I do that as a post instead of a reel or a reel instead of a post or whatever? And can't emphasize this enough, but talk to people, have conversations with people, ask people questions. Even if it's like, okay, well, maybe you need to ask a few people what their biggest struggles are or ask a few people what their experiences of their last diet was. Or sometimes it doesn't even have to be conversations about that, right? It's just get out there, get into conversations, speak to interesting people, listen more than you talk, something I am exceptionally bad at. (laughs) Okay, right, I'm going to finish this podcast here. I hope you all have incredible days and take some action.